no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Bear Essentials Podcast is sponsored by Kins Lager Brewery, located in Oak Park, Illinois. They're a local lager-focused brewery. The tap room is currently closed, but you can still order online for local delivery or curbside pickup. The Bear Essentials Podcast listeners will receive a 15% discount on your order by using promo code BEARSPOD. Please visit them at kinslager.com. That's spelled K-I-N-S-L-A-H-G-E-R.com. Welcome to the Barry Centers. We are Chicago Bears podcast for the fans. On today's show, we will break down the current Bears free agents and much more. Hey, Dub, man. How you doing there, man? I'm doing good, Prince. How are you? Man, it's been a while, man. I haven't, had, I haven't heard from you in a little bit, man. You hanging in there? <laughs> I'm hanging in there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to unpack on today's show, man. Lots to unpack. We got a new defensive coordinator, brother. What you thinking there? Man, I'm kind of proud of the guy, man. Sean Desai. Got a chance to see him grow up within the organization a little bit. So that's good to see. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, you remember the last episode, I spoke about the need to promote an internal candidate, even though my preference was Rodgers, just because of that work that he did with the D-line and the fact that he had been around the organization during those Fangio days. But guess Mm -hmm. what? This guy, Desai, has been around three separate coaching structures in different teams. So he's been around since the Trestman era. So he's yep. been around for a very long time. So this hire actually might be really good for us because I've heard what people say he is a rising young star in this league. Yeah, man. Doc been pretty awesome, man. Like you said, he, we seen him grow up within his organization. And you were spot on when you said, hey, we should hire somebody internally. So you were absolutely correct about that. And it was good to see the Bears go in that direction, too. Yeah, I agree. I mean, after we lost Staley in 2019, when we hired Pagano, I think the, the Bears righted that wrong, especially when uh, Rodgers left to join Staley and, and with the Chargers. The thing about it is when we have this decide situation, I just thought it was a, it was a solid, logical move. And when I saw how some of the former players like uh, Sam Acho and Kyle Long spoke up and basically said how they thought it was a good hire, it made me feel a little bit better about the decision, you know, <laughs> in the long run. I think we'll be good. Yeah, and they all saying similar things like how smart he is how creative he is. Just so many things to see him do differently that maybe our previous coordinator may have done. So uh, it's good to hear that. It's good to see hear the feedback from others. But man, he was a safety coordinator. Didn't do bad in that role. And now see him as the, uh, like I said, the defensive coordinator. I'm looking forward to see what he brings to the table. Another thing too, that a lot of people maybe not even be aware of is that the side was known as uh, Vic Fangio's right-hand man. So that can't be a bad person to have as your defensive coordinator, especially because Vic tried to bring Desai to Denver with him when he left to take that head coaching job. Good point. And I'll tell you, Vic has some very strong people on his staff, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the thing about it is, I think Sam Ocho even said that Desai helped craft that defense and why they were responsible for being so great. Absolutely, absolutely. And we saw a lot of creativity with that team. You know, a lot of sacks. We seen a lot of interceptions. We had a lot going on with that team that was going well from a defensive standpoint. So, yeah, he was part of that, big part of that. Yeah. The thing that I hear from people is they say he's smart. I know you called him Doc earlier, you know, so the guy is definitely very educated, but talented and knows football. 
And he has a lot of those credentials that you want with somebody that you're going to put in that role. So a lot of people say that he's a spinning image of that Brandon Staley, the one that left Mm -hmm. to go to the Rams and obviously got the head coaching position this offseason. So I definitely think it could be a good move for us, man. I'm looking forward to see how it go, you know? Shout out to him because he's the first Indian American coordinator in the NFL. So, I mean, he made history. So, awesome. Yes, he did. Even though I like the move, we still have some holes to fill with the rest of that staff. Because, yes. as I mentioned, Rodgers left. So, we have an opening and defensive line coach. London, he left. So, we basically have a position to fill there with the running backs. And also, Dave Ragone, our passing game coordinator, left. But I doubt they'll probably refill that position because they have Filippo as the QB coach. And then I also wonder if the size safety coordinator role will also be filled. I doubt it. So I think right now you probably have the D-line position and the running backs coach that needs to be filled at this time. Yeah, man. A couple of openings there. A lot of changes we're going to see happening from a coaching staff standpoint that you're bringing up. So it seems like a lot of guys who did leave left for promotional opportunities. It shows you how much good of our staff really was to see them get other opportunities to go to the next level. Yeah, I think in some situations like we're going, it was a um, promotion. But some of the guys, man, I don't know. I think it just might have been a situation where they kind of started writing on the wall with the head coach is a lame duck, the GM's a lame duck. And these guys need job security. I mean, you know, if they go into next year and they don't get the job done and all those guys are getting fired when the new coaching staff comes in. So I think some of it might have just been people just being proactive, like with Rodgers. Probably looking at the writing on the wall and saying, hey, what's going to be a better situation for me? And for him, going right. to L.A., going to coach under Staley, but then also living in L.A., and that Chargers team is talented on both sides of the football. Right. Well, that's a good team to go to. I think uh, Charles London, where he go to ATL, you know, he was a running back coach for us. So he's going there to be that. You can look at it as, as a promotion. You can look at, like you said, right on the wall. Either way, they want to move on to other opportunities, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, job security is the name of the game. So I yes, think, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I think in some of those cases, I think that's exactly what some of those guys went for. But yep. one, th- one thing I wanted to chat with you about, so over the course of the week, right, so when we when we saw that Rodgers wasn't going to be the guy, we started hearing some names popping up with different people that interviewed, and so Mike Singletary's name popped up. What yeah. were some of your thoughts when you heard about Mike, Samurai Mike, interviewing? Mike has a great history with the organization as a player, right? We know how great a career he had, Hall of Fame career. The fact that he was part of that interview lets me know that was pretty good to see. So I thought that was good to see him interview for. We know he coached the 49ers for a while, didn't go quite well. (laughs) Still, I think in certain roles, a guy can thrive in, right? So I thought seeing him get an interview was pretty good to see. I'll just say this, man. I have all the respect in the world for Singletary. He's always be a legend in this town, as you mentioned. (laughs) I would have loved to see the Bears add him to defensive coaching staff in any capacity other than defensive coordinator. Right. So, as you mentioned, when he was with the Niners, didn't go so well. He hasn't had the best coaching career, but I still think a guy like that with that knowledge, Mm -hmm. he's got something that he can impart. So, I was kind of interested when I heard the news that, like, I wonder what ideas he was sharing with Nagy and Pace around defense and culture and accountability, because I think some of those things, even if they didn't hire him, I just wondered if he imparted some things that they could take and move on with and basically help this defense get back to where it needs to get to. I like your thoughts around that, Perez. Uh, You're right. The principles of the game, right? I think he can definitely help us with that. And you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing him even with some other roles we may have open around the defensive side of the table that we probably could bring him in, right? He may have interviewed for the defensive um, coordinator role, didn't get that part, but we still got some other opportunities, right? The team that he might fit with or be able to, again, provide some kind of assistance to us on. 
like you said, I mean, th- th- we have the D-line spot. I'm not sure if he'll be a fit for that, but I think a guy like that, you could bring him in as some sort of a role. Yeah. Even if it's just bringing him in during training camp and having him work with the linebackers. Right. There's some sort of role that I think that would be good to have him there. But I will say this, man. The pessimist in me also kind of looked at this interview and probably also thought it was more of a favor being extended by the McCaskies. Kind of a way for them to save face after that awful fucking press conference they had. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that could be it, man. Bring on a new face, right, that everyone's familiar with and give them an opportunity to interview, right? That could have been the idea. <laughs> yeah, because they know how the Bears fan base is all meat heady, like, oh, my God, 85 Bears, let's go, Singletary. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to, um, you know, get us riled up, man. They know how. They know how to get to us. Yep. Well, the fan base is very predictable. So, I mean, there was a lot of people even when um, this week when we put out on Twitter, hey, what to get everybody's thoughts on the Desai hire, there were so many people that were like, oh, man, I was hoping we would have got Singletary. And I'm like, see? That Bears, they were successful. They were successful. Yep. (laughs) Let's not ruin that culture there. (laughs) They wanted to pull at our heartstrings, and that's what they did by having him in for that interview. But I would just say I hope that we got some valuable insight from him. I wonder what kind of ideas he was bringing forward because there's still a lot of stuff that he knows about this game. So, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. But Sean decides the defensive coordinator. We still don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the staff. But, you know, a lot more time left in this offseason. Yes, it is. Before we get into the main portion of the episode, A-Dub, I wanted to touch on Deshaun Watson. So you and I have both talked about the fact that the organization needs to go all in and do whatever it needs to bring him to Chicago. Right. So we saw yesterday that Deshaun Watson actually has put his preference of where he wants to play. And he said that the Jets, he prefers them over the Dolphins. What do you think there? Wow, the Jets um, must be—they must be on the uprise or something because they did have a very good season. <laughs> and with that, I'll tell you, playing for the Jets right now—that's not a lot of high expectations, right? I would just say this is my opinion, right, on that part of it because they had such a bad season. So you go in there, hopefully change the culture around, win a few more games than they won before. It can look good for the people on the outside looking in. But if you go to a team like the Bears, somewhere where you're expected to do great. Maybe that's too much. Could be, right? Um, Miami Dolphins look like they on the rise up, right? So it's right. like you pick the team of all the teams you can go to. The one team you pick with the Jets is a team that's quite not there yet that we all can see. Yeah, and it seems like from what I understand is that his preference is to play in the AFC East. I think when you look at the Jets, because I was also kind of thrown off by that 2 a when I saw it, but then I thought a little bit more about it. And the Jets recently hired that Robert Saleh, the, the defensive yes. coordinator from the Niners. Mm-hmm. And so he was a hot name on that coaching tree that was out there for different candidates that were available. And I heard that Deshaun Watson actually really likes Saleh so much that he wanted the Texans to interview him for their vacant head coaching job. And obviously the Texans... I don't know what happened there with that situation, but we know that Deshaun got a little pissed off because he thought that he was going to be able to have some input with the searches for the GM and the coach, and it looks like that didn't happen for him, and that's probably why he wants out. Right, right. I don't recall most quarterbacks being involved in the hirings of coaches, but um, that was sort of different to hear that from him, though, from Deshaun Watson, right? A young quarterback, tough to hear that from him. But you're right about his thoughts process on a new head coach and the one of the Jets defensive coordinator he can probably work with. So that's a good point. Yeah, so that that Jets uh, the head coach, Soleil, I think that Sorry, guy, head coach. Yeah, I think that guy is going to change that culture with the Jets because as you mentioned, A-Dub, that Jets team has just been a losing culture season over season. 
And I think he's going to probably bring some well-needed energy and replacing Adam Gase, who was a total idiot in New York. I think that Soleil is going to offer a big solution for them. So to, to hear that a guy of Watson's caliber even mm-hmm. listed them at the top of his list says yeah. a lot about the trajectory of that organization, I would say. Yeah, that was very interesting to hear him put the Jets that high, though, still. You know, even with the, the coaching change, it's like, man, that just... Wow. You know, you wouldn't think that they would come up as the team as the top of mind, right? At least that high on the profile, right? Mm-hmm. That high. The other thing, too, to think about with both of these teams, the Jets and Dolphins currently have incumbent quarterbacks. So the yes. Jets have son, Sam Darnold and the Miami Dolphins have Tua. So right. in these situations, it just goes to show you that some of these young quarterbacks that get thrusted into these uh, organizations, a lot of times they don't get the job done. I still think it's still early for Tua. Yeah, with Sam Darnold, I don't know if it's going to work out for him in New York. It might be better for him to get a change of scenery, but those teams still have incumbent quarterbacks that you have to think about. That's true, and Sam Darnold didn't look great to me at all. I can see that part where he'll be a logical choice if he went there. And I think with Miami, with Tua, I still think it's still early. It will be too soon, in my opinion, to give up on him. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they might want to give to another opportunity, another shot at that. I think he deserves it, too, though, because um, he didn't look great. He didn't look bad, either. It's just that he just wasn't, like I said, a superstar type of quarterback right now. Still young, right? I think he needs another opportunity to really see. I think that next year will be the tale with him to see if he's really ready. And also, too, uh, a point that a lot of people don't think about with Tua, he came off of that really bad injury in college, and he didn't have the benefit of preseason games. So as a rookie quarterback, he was kind of just thrown in <laughs> to the fire. Right, right. <laughs> and you make a good point, man. It's very important for rookie-type quarterbacks, man, to get opportunity to play in preseasons, right? Because they get a chance to you know, get a chance to see how the level is and, and learn a few things right on the go. Because you're still learning the, the game a little bit more once you get to this level. So without that, like you say, he's throwing the fire, going to make some mistakes, still young, still got a lot of growth to go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. And still, I don't care what his preference is. The Bears still need to do whatever they need to do to go out and get the guy. And I know that the fan base, a lot of people feel like, oh, man, we're going to have to give up so much to get him. But at the same time, what's the alternative? Because you got to get this quarterback situation figured out. I totally agree with you. You made a good point. You said this in the past few episodes, Prez. We need to go all in for Deshaun Watson. I don't care what his preference is. He put those to the top. So what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he becomes a bear, he's going to say, I don't want to be here. I don't think that's going to happen. He no. gets here. The one thing he might say is that you guys should have picked me first anyway. <laughs> <That's> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing he can tell us. But other than that, he would not be disappointed if, if he came to the Bears. I don't think. So, you know, uh, one of my buddies, you, you'll get a kick out of this. When he shot me a text and he said, Dude, he said, what's the conversation going to be like between Ryan Pace and Deshaun Watson if he does come here? And I said to him, well, Ryan Pace is going to look that man in the eye and say, my bad. Let's win a title. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I owe you an apology, young man. I'm sorry. (laughs) But we're here now. (laughs) But we're here now. We can't do nothing about the past. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Don't make me look bad twice. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. But no, but for real, I think that just with that situation with Watson, you know, we need a quarterback in here that's going to get it done. Now, there's a lot of people that will say, well, is Watson an elite quarterback? And I say, we don't know that yet. But is he somebody that I know that this team could basically win games behind? Absolutely. I agree. Single-handedly, <laughs> I think he yeah. can win games for us. 
I mean, look at what he did with the team, with this team this past season. You know, uh, he did a good job with the team, and they had almost nothing <laughs> depleted. They didn't, I mean, they couldn't get nothing going as far as um, on the defensive side of it. The no. offense a little rugged, but he actually stood out big time, man. Without him, they would be nowhere. Yeah, and, and you know, I hear a lot of people, they'll say, well, he doesn't beat the, the good teams and things of that nature. And I say, well, you can say that about a lot of quarterbacks in this league, but right. you, you also got to look about what's around him. So to your point, they traded away his number one receiver, bro. It's like, so he had a lot of scraps that he had to work with. Right. <laughs> it just wasn't a good situation for him this season. It really wasn't. And I think all those things sort of caught up to him, the frustration, right? And now it's like, it, look, Enough is enough. I got to get out of here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> well, man, well, let's let's talk some upcoming uh, Chicago Bears free agents, uh, A-Dub. Yes, so sir. we got a lot of them to go through here. So audience, please hang in there with us. But we definitely want to just give our thoughts and opinions on how we see this roster shaping up for 2021. So A-Dub, top of the list, I'm going to hit you with Allen Robinson. Should he stay or should he leave? He should stay. I want him to stay. Put like that. <laughs> now, I want him with the team. I think we should go all out for him, for sure. I know he's in the free agent, you know, with a couple of guys out there, you know, with Galladay and uh, Chris Godwin. Those some other wide receivers who are tiered at his level, probably. So I do want us to go all in. Maybe we might wait to see what those other guys get as far as salary. But I would like for us to go all in and keep him. My thing with A-Rob. So basically, he had a $14 million annual salary with the Bears that came to an end. And we saw all those receiver contracts that came in this past offseason. It looks like the A-Rob's market value probably will be in that $20 million per season range. Hmm. And so, in my opinion, I think that the Bears obviously should bring him back. I just don't know. If we don't have the quarterback situation figured out, that's the only problem that I see with paying A-Rob $20 million and we don't know who the hell the quarterback's going to be. But I agree with A-Dub. A-Rob's got to come back. Right. So other than that, we don't have a lot of depth in the wide receiver uh, department, right? Well, of course we have Money Moon, but we haven't seen enough from Miller, as you've mentioned before in the past podcast. You said it several times with Miller and what he's been doing for us. Can't can't get right. Right. (laughs) Can't get right. Exactly. (laughs) So we need that guy. We're going to need him, man. And the thing is, I I will also say this here, friends. If a lot of quarterbacks who want to come here or interested want to come here, they would like to see A-Rob there as the weapon to say, oh, I got a live you know, wide receiver like that on the roster that makes it more appealing to want to come here. Yeah, exactly. You want to have a target. And because the thing about this, if you have no A-Rob here, your wide receiver room is Darnell Mooney and a bunch of misfits. Right. <laughs> that don't sound good. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. That's like the five heartbeats when your boy Eddie Kane gets sick and leaves, dude. That, that, right. that group is never the same. <laughs> right, right. And neither was he. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right. All right, A-Dub, our second one. Our brother, Mitchell Trubisky. Stay or leave? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's like, if we can get a better quarterback, he must go, right? Now, if we cannot get a better quarterback, we may be stuck with the guy. So the, okay. the, the thing, like you said before, we got to go all in Deshaun Watson. I heard yep. about Matt Stafford being out there now on, on the blocks. I'm not sure. Uh, I heard about was. that. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't know, right? I don't know. But the thing is, if we can't get any of these other guys, we're maybe we're probably liable to stick with Mitch. There's no way I want to see Foles start the season next year. Hell no. No, no, no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You made a really good point. I think for me, I, I still feel the same way when it comes to Mitch. Mm-hmm. I think 
that he gives us the best shot on a one-year comeback, and then you kind of figure out what your situation is if you don't get Deshaun Watson, right? Right, right, right. But in this situation of what should he stay or leave, if I miss Trubisky, I leave. And I'll tell you this. I think he deserves a fresh start elsewhere to Mm -hmm. actually develop and become a quarterback in this league. And I just think that that ship has sailed here in Chicago, A-Dub. Right. And you make a good point there, Prez, because there are quite a few quarterback opportunities out there right now. you got the Patriots. You got uh, the Chargers, right? I'm sorry. I think the Colts. You mean the Colts. The Colts. Sorry about the Colts. Yeah. Out there. So it's like, man, he can go. He possibly could get somewhere, right? Because so much happening with quarterbacks right now. It's like, yeah, it's an opportunity for him to start again and get a fresh start. So you're right. If he doesn't stay here, there's a chance he can he can start somewhere. So I'm quite sure his age is on the phone right now working. <laughs> so he should uh, be. Right. He be. <laughs> <laughs> so he's weighing everything, weighing his own options out, right? Say, oh, do I really want to stay here in Chicago anyway? Do I really want to come back? You know? Yep. And I mean, that's a good point, too, because when you brought up the, both of those spots, the Patriots and the uh, going to the Colts potentially, right. those are basically two situations where he'll go with people that are going to probably get the best out of him. You have Frank Reich, who's an, a great offensive mind in this league. And then with the Patriots, you have Bill and McDaniels. So right. those are situations that I think a guy like Mitch would thrive in. The, the situation with the Patriots, though, they got to get some damn receivers on that team. That's true, too. <laughs> man. Yeah. Cam was out there throwing the XFL people, bro. That shit was a mess last man. season. There were names I didn't even know out there. <laughs> like, who is this? I'm like, who is this Jacoby right. kid? Who is this guy? I don't know who none of these guys are. Right, right. And the thing is, <laughs> right, exactly. And the other point you were making, like replacing a guy like Phillip Rivers, I mean, hey, Phillip Rivers is a pretty good solid quarterback, man, over his career. You know, and a lot of folks look at him as a Hall of Fame quarterback. So replacing him, I mean, it, that gave the coaching staff a, enough opportunity to know uh, how to help Mitch, too. So you think about all those things, those that goes into evaluating quarterbacks and how to help them get better. I think the Colts um, have a good understanding of that. Yeah, no, I agree with you as well. All right, man. Corderell Patterson. Staying or leaving? I hope he stays. I mean, to me, arguably the best kickoff returner out there. I think we should keep him. We can use that guy. He was very good for us in gadget plays as well. Um, spent time playing running back for us too. But I like him, man. Uh, special teams, I mean, this guy was excellent. I mean, he's done a lot of great stuff for us overall. I mean, there's no way I would say this guy leaves us. If we can keep him, let's keep him. So I would just say this. When we signed him, we gave him a $5 million annual salary. And at the time, you know, some people could have said, oh, they kind of overpaid for him. But at that point in time, he was a free agent and the Bears, you know how free agency works. Sometimes you got to overpay for guys. Now, when I look at that contract, I do think that he delivered upon that contract. He's had all pro seasons with us, gone to the Pro Bowl. And like you said, the best kickoff return in the game and great guy in the locker room. The fans love him. This is what I'm going to say when it comes to Cordero Patterson. I say yes to bringing him back but only at the right price. I know fans are going to kill me for that, but I don't think you could bring him back at that $5 million a year salary. If you bring him back a salary around maybe three, three and a half million a season, I say bring him back because he's a key part of this team. But I just say we have so many things that we need to upgrade with this roster. We're in salary cap hell. Yes. Any little money that we can save on deals, I think we have to do so. So bring him back, but at the right price. I totally agree with that. I can take that. And give us a discount, man. Give us a Chateau discount. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. Give us a discount. We love hey, you. Exactly. Come back home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beyond pitch, man, you know? Yeah, come on home. Give us a discount. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, A-Dub. What about Roy Robertson Harris? Woo! Man, 
I would like to see him back. But I know, man, there are going to be a lot of people looking for him. He might be priced out of our range. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to second that with you. I don't think he comes back. He's going to get a bigger deal elsewhere. This is just an example of one of those guys that Rodgers definitely helped develop. And we've been fortunate that we've brought him back over the last couple of seasons at these low contracts. Yeah. Some team's going to basically throw the bag at him this off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm thinking with him, I'm like, man, I'm not sure we can afford him. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. And, and that's going to be a tough loss because that guy's yeah. really developed and emerged here uh, in Chicago. Yes, he has. I like, I like what I saw from him. What about Pat O'Donnell, our punter? I mean, right now, I, I would say bring him back. You know, we can always use a punter, right? <laughs> and then we spent a lot of time punting last year. <laughs> <laughs> he, was the, so, he was the MVP when Foles was our quarterback. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. The best player on the field was the punter. <laughs> because that reason, right? So it's like, yeah, bring him back, man. Yeah, I would say this, too. Bring him back. He's solid. This contract's probably not going to be that bad for them as an organization. So, yeah, bring right. him back. No bring big deal. Back. What about Demetrius Harris? I don't know if we bring him back. You know, uh, we got Cole commit. You know, we really thrive on that. I don't know what's going to happen with Jimmy Graham. I don't know if he's going to retire, you know, stay another year. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. He was on a couple-year deal with us. And he's also got a big contract, too. So I will, yep. say, I will say we can pass on Demetrius Harris. I think we can let him go. I'm going to say the same thing with Demetrius Harris. Get the fuck off my team, bro. Right. <laughs> you can go. <laughs> yeah, you can go. Uh, what about Dion Bush? Dion Bush. We don't have a lot of depth at that position, I, I don't believe. But we really don't need him either. <laughs> so uh, I, he didn't stand out to me, though, you know? I thought he was okay, but he didn't stand out. So if you try to ask, if, if we can get a good guy in the draft or something like that, I would say we can pass him up. So I'm going to say this with Deion Bush. I, I thought there were some times earlier in the season when they brought him in in those sub packages to help out yeah. with uh, Trevathan and coverage. I thought that he was okay. In training camp, we saw that he was competing with Tayshawn Gibson for the right. starting job, and Gibson right. edged him out. So right. I think for me, when I look at this position, I say bring back Bush, but only on a team-friendly deal. And the reason why okay. I say that okay. is because he knows the scheme, and he's still someone that I think has some value. But mm-hmm. if we get some teams out here that are looking to kind of throw some money at him, then you can let him go, in my opinion. But right. I would say bring him back if it's a team-friendly deal. Did he miss a lot of games as well for us? I thought he missed. He, he, missed, he missed some games. Yeah, he did yeah. miss some games. Yeah, I think he had an interception versus the Giants. So I, I mean, with him, I'm like 50 50 with the guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm 50 50 with him. Yeah, and that's why I said team friendly deal. So if yeah. you can bring him back on a one year deal or something like that, it's low money. Yeah, didn't do it. Absolutely, I can roll with that, brother. What about Barkevius Mingo? Oh man, I, I like Mingo, man. I like Mingo. <laughs> uh, I really do. I, I hope we can keep him as well. I mean, the guy came and gave us valuable minutes. He can move around the field a lot. I mean, he can chase guys down. He's running backs down. He can cut off the field. I mean, I like him, man. I really do. I hope we can keep him. Yeah, I mean, Barkevis Mingo, when we did our episode, we did some of our uh, midseason awards. He was my, you know, underrated signing of the season. And so we saw what Barkevis Mingo did a really good job with spelling Quinn, right, and, and getting in yeah. there and playing the run very well. So I do say bring him back. But my only concern is, is that he's going to have a lot of suitors. And teams are probably going to definitely line up to give him some cash because I really liked what he brought to the defense. And he put out a lot of really good tape out there for the other teams in the league to, to look at. Yeah, absolutely, man. He did a good job against the um, Panthers, man. I mean, he played very well against them. Did pretty good against the Lions. Giants as well. So he, he made himself known out there on the field. He really did. He really did. All right. What about our boy Brent Urban? Bring back Brent Urban. <laughs> um, I 
think we could get a, a team friendly deal off him. I really believe so. I will say he was solid for us too. I say bring him back. So this is where I'm gonna dissent from you. I think unfortunately he will not return. I think that he might have earned himself a bigger deal elsewhere. Bigger deal. Yeah, yeah. So, so to your point, man, I wish we could bring him back because he brought some juice. And this yep. is yet another guy that Rodgers helped develop. And the thing about it is, he was playing on a $1 million salary last season. And I know he's going to make way more than that. Heck yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well-deserved, too. Well-deserved. Yep. So, yeah, it, it'll stink to see him and Kate, <sighs> you know, leave. We'll see what happens. But I just say for right now, I think he might have he might have earned himself some some dough. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. I liked him, man. I like I liked him a lot. Yes, sir. All right. What about Sherrick McManus? You know, I thought about Sherrick. I, I think we can move on from him. I really do. <laughs> uh, I think so at this point. I think so. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I say no. Uh, don't bring him back. He's 34. I yep. think past his prime. And he's been yep. injured a lot. But dude, I respect all that he's done as a bear. I mean, this guy has carved out a great career with us has been a, a model of consistency from the special team standpoint. And so, yeah, he's done a great job, but I think it may be time to move on from Time me. to move on, yeah. I think you're on the right point there. All right. What about John Jenkins, Big John? I like Big John, man. And <laughs> he's another one of those guys, man, who, who have earned their stripes, you know? He had a, a good game, you know, um, versus the Vikings. He kind of showed out that game. And, yeah, he, he had some injuries, right, with the thumb injury in, in the year. But when he played, man, he was solid. I think of, of all those guys we mentioned with, with Brett Urban, I think we probably could afford John Jinx. I think we probably can get him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you on this one as well. I think we, yes, bring him back because especially because we're probably going to lose Urban and Ray yeah. Robinson Harris. So I think bringing a guy by, back like John Jinx, I think that would be big for us. And you'll be able to get him on a good deal, I think. I agree. And we can continue. We need some depth still. <laughs> uh, we can use the depth. We'll, we'll need him. Exactly. I mean, even with Goldman coming back, you'll still have Hicks, you'll still have Nichols. But like you say, you're going to need some depth there in that middle. So Jenkins coming back, I think, will be good for us. Absolutely. All right. What about our boy Cairo Santos? Oh, man. Oh, man. Look, this should be a no-brainer for us. It should be. <laughs> Bring Santos back, man. Those 27 straight field goals he made, I mean, that was awesome to see, man. I mean, he made it look effortless, too, bro. I think after that bad little slump, whatever, the first game, whatever he played, and missed the field goal. Since then, we haven't heard an uh, issue with this guy since, you know. From my perspective, bring back Santos. Ryan Pace, get it done. ASAP. <laughs> that's all That's all I got on that one. That, that's, yes, like sir. you said, that's a no-brainer. That is a <laughs> right. no-brainer. Mario Edwards Jr. I like Mario Edwards Jr. too, man. It comes down again, brother. Can we afford him too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I would like to see him back with the squad, but it comes down to can we afford him? All right. Um, He's done well. He had like what four sacks this season. Yep. He's one of the top leads in sacks for us this year. Can we afford him? That's the question right there. And I don't think I don't think so. He might be another guy that's gone. So I'll say this, A Dub, because I really agree with your point. Mario Edwards Jr. gave us a big, big push with the pass rush. He yes. did really good in, in limited snaps with getting those sacks. I think, however, we have a good chance to re-sign him because I don't know if you saw this. But he just earned a two-game PED suspension. And that might scare off some suitors, and it could keep his price down. That does impact it for sure. That does make an impact. You're right. If that does hurt him, I will say in a way, in a disguise, that's good for us. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We can probably keep him on a lower deal. Exactly. So I think when it comes to Mario, which Jr., I think that's somebody I would love to uh, to come back. But like you said, we'll see what happens because a lot of these guys – 
have probably earned themselves some, some big raises uh, in this offseason. Agreed. All right, man, what you thinking about your boy Tyshawn Gibson? You know, Gibson actually played his best game in the playoff game against the Saints. I mean, he was phenomenal that game. He was decent over, over the entire year. He wasn't great the entire year, but he played his best game at the end. I will say we could keep him. I know he's getting older, of course, uh, but we I think we could keep him for another year. I agree with you. He had a decent season. Yeah. Um, he was better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. But I think when I look at this scheme and, and with the, the issues with our boy, Eddie Tito Jackson, I think, right. <laughs> I think for me, I would like to see a different safety next to, to Eddie. You think so? Okay. Okay. I hope. I hope. Like I said, I, I, I really thought Eddie was his best when he played next to Amos. That's true. Because Am- Amos was a big hitter and Amos was able to cover. And then let uh, Eddie kind of be a playmaker. He was able to kind of be back in that center field position. Right. And that's where Eddie kind of like struck the most. If you put Eddie in a situation where he's got to come up and make tackles, that's not his game. And I know we kill him for that on the show because you would hope that your safety can make tackles, but right. that's not his game. Unfortunately. No, <laughs> but, I agree. No, you totally yeah. right. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. And that, you hit a good point, man. I mean, your boy did play, Bojack did play very well with another solid safety with him. So I'm not saying Gibson's the answer uh, for the solution, but if we don't have yeah. anyone else, I will say we want to stick with him if we don't have anyone else. Yeah, because you see in 2019, they had HaHa playing with him. And HaHa was okay. Okay, yep. Yeah. But the thing about it is we still need to work on getting somebody next to him that can definitely lay the boom on somebody because that's what we don't have in the secondary. When we you, don't. When, when Kyle Fuller, your quarterback, is the biggest hitter in your secondary, that's I think tough. that's a problem. It's a major problem. That's why you want your safeties to be at, really. Yeah. I don't know. I would just say if we could either draft someone to replace Gibson or maybe get like a, a guy that could come in on a one-year prove-it deal, Yeah, I, I would be okay with him leaving. Oh, I totally agree with you. We're on the same page. <laughs> All right. Yep. What, what about... Dwayne Harris. Dwayne Harris. Um, I don't think we need Dwayne, man. I don't think we need him. I think we can go past him. This is my take on him. I didn't see a lot from him that stood out to me throughout the season. So I would say we can pretty much let him go. Yeah, I'm going to say the same thing on Dwayne Harris. No, Cohen should be back. So I think we're good. Right, exactly. I don't think we need him. I'm already hearing that Tariq could probably be ready for training camp. So I think, yeah, we'll be good. We'll be good. Yep, I agree. All right, what about Big Daniel McCullers? Daniel McCullers. I don't think we need him, man. I don't think we need him. I didn't see a lot from him, though, but I don't think we need him. For me, maybe practice squad for Big Daniel McCullers. I think with some of the defensive line turnover that we're going to see this offseason with Urban, Roy Robinson-Harris, and even maybe Mario Edwards Jr., which I hope isn't the case, but I think a guy like that will add some of that depth that you may need maybe on a practice squad to come up and maybe spell somebody. Maybe practice squad, right? I can see that. I can see that happening. As a matter of fact, that might be the logical thing they might decide to do with him. Right. What about Jermaine Effetti? I went back and forth thinking about Jermaine Effetti because he didn't do bad last season, but he didn't do great either. He was <laughs> just decent. He was just decent to me. He was he was just decent. You know, he did a good, decent job. He didn't do a great job. I think if we don't have no one else in that spot, right, at that position, I think we should keep him for another year on a discount at that because I think even when we got him, right, it was on sort of a discount in, in, in a way. I will say we probably can keep them for one more year until we get it figured out, maybe in a draft or see our young guys show some improvement. Yeah, he was on a one-year, $1 million approved yeah. deal when he came here from yep. uh, Seattle. I think that he was okay. Yeah, There were some times where I saw and I was like, ooh, he looks lost out there. Yeah. There were other times where I was like, oh, he's okay. 
he was better than Massey at right tackle, but that's not saying much. Right, um, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point right there, brother. Go ahead. Keep talking. Um, but I would say if you could bring him back maybe on a similar deal, like something around that $1 million, $1.5 million range, yeah. bring, bring him back and let him compete for a right tackle spot. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe the team, we'll talk about this later on, on other future shows, but I'm hoping that we can maybe look at drafting a tackle, you know, in the draft. Yep. And so I maybe a, a Fetty can compete for that right tackle spot, but only come back if he's coming back on a low on a low, low deal. deal. I agree with you. You and I are on the same page. And you're right. I like the, like like your idea, what you're saying, have him compete for that that job. Exactly. All right. What about our long snapper, Patrick Scales? Patrick Scales? <laughs> you know what? I don't know much about him that way to really say. I didn't see enough from him. I didn't see a lot at all. But I will say, you know, um, you know, for, for a look for, for some depth, whatever, we probably could bring him back. I don't think it's going to cost us a lot of money to do it. I wouldn't mind sending him back with the team. I'm just going to see this with Patrick Skills. I say yes. The fact that you don't know much about him is the, what you want from your long snapper. If your long snapper's name isn't being called on a broadcast, right, right, then that's a good thing. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So, there you go. So, so your long snapper should be the person on the team that people are like, Oh, okay, Patrick Skills. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear his name much. Well, that's a good thing. Yep. So bring him back. <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. Yep, bring him back. I'm cool with that. Bring him back. What about Artie Burns? I don't think we need Artie Burns, man. I was thinking about him too, and I was thinking about our team. I don't think we need him. I think we could let him go because we haven't, you know, given him a whole lot of time, right? The show us anything. I don't think we need him. I would say for this, I know this past offseason when they, they signed him, Right, they kind of signed him with the thought that he would compete for that starting corner spot opposite of Kyle Fuller, and right. so then he tore his ACL. Right, yeah. and then we thought, okay, then maybe Tolliver's going to be the next man up, and then we saw what happened where Jalen was elevated, and then we cut Tolliver. Right, the issue that I saw with this team down the stretch, however, a dub was we didn't have a lot of depth at that cornerback position. So when Jalen Johnson went down, we had to depend on Vildor. While Vildor, like I said, he he was okay, but I would have been felt much more comfortable having a veteran backup behind Jalen in that situation instead of going with a fifth-round draft pick that's a rookie, right? If Artie Burns is recovered from that ACL injury, I wouldn't mind having him come back for one more year. I think it would be probably a team-friendly deal. But I look at it from, I just would much rather have more depth at that position that we had last season. Understandable, because I was thinking that we might go in the draft looking for somebody, I thought, I would think, I don't know. That's what made me think about, do we even need him going forward, right? Because that we got these other guys some experience. And they didn't do great, but they didn't do bad either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I still would rather have yeah. a veteran. But yeah, Vildor, I can see that. Yeah, but Vildor, he, he, was, he was solid, you know? Yeah. So he filled in admirably. But you make a good point, though. Having a vet, man, it's not bad at all. It's not bad having a vet. What about uh, DeAndre Houston Carson? I think we can bring him back. I mean, he gave us some valuable minutes, I will say. You know, special teams. I thought he came in, showed us some toughness. He gave us that. So, um, yeah, I won't mind seeing him back. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that when I say yes to DeAndre Houston yeah. Carson, uh, especially if there's any reason we may lose Deion Bush in uh, yeah. free agency. DeAndre Houston Carson, I like him. He's solid special team players. He would give us some yeah. safety depth. Yep, and yep. also, he made a few plays out there this season. So I think that the kid actually could play a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he did decent against the Rams, the Titans, and the Texans. If you see how he played against those guys, I thought he played decent, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to see him back on the, on the squad. I would. Yeah, I would be okay with it. Yep. All right, what about offensive tackle Jason Spriggs? You know, I like Spriggs, man. 
I mean, I know he came in for um James Daniels, probably James Daniels came in for was it Massey? One of the no, two. he came in for Massey. He played Massey, at uh, right tackle. Yeah, mm-hmm. Massey came in for, and he didn't do terrible, right? I still can see there's some growth with him that we need to see from him, but I want to see a guy like him maybe on the practice squad and probably continue to work his way up. So I would say for him, he came over from the Packers, and when he was with right. the Packers, he kind of had like an uneven start to his career. He was very penalized. He came here. We really was kind of looking at him just to be kind of maybe more of a, a death piece. Right. And when he played, I thought he was okay. I mean, he was okay. Yeah. He, I mean, he had a really good block on a, a long uh, David Montgomery run that I thought he really cleared out the entire line on. Yeah. He was, he was, he was, he was okay. Right. I would say if we don't bring back a Fetty and we need a guy basically for just like a depth type of purpose, then bring back Spriggs on a team friendly deal only. Yeah, that's why I think, man, he, he can add to our depth. I wouldn't mind sending him on the squad. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. All right, what about DeAndre Carter? DeAndre Carter, the punt returner, I wouldn't mind us keeping him. I think he did good for us the last four games, I will say. A kid can take some hits, too. <laughs> um, and he was solid back there, right? He was solid. I would say this. With Cohen coming back, he could go just like Dwayne Harris can go. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you make a good point with Cohen coming back. The thing is, can Cohen handle the load, right? I don't know. And I think maybe he can with the injury he had. So um, you're right. If, if, if Cohen comes back A-OK, we don't need him then. We don't no, need him. We'll be good. We'll be good, yep. Uh, what about Rashad Coward? We can let him go, man. Let's not waste our time. <laughs> Listen. No. <laughs> right. We can let him go, man. Let's not even waste our time. We don't even want to talk to him. That's a guy you sit your stuff in the envelope, mail it to him, and say, hey, you can stay home. Yeah, enough said. Bye. <laughs> uh, J.P. Holtz. I think we could keep Holtz. I think we could, man. He played a lot on special teams, too. I mean, we can always use somebody on special teams regardless <laughs> to play out there. So uh, I will say we can keep him in that area. I would say I went back and forth with J.P. I thought I thought when we signed him off of the uh, Washington football team's practice squad, I really thought, okay, this kid coming out here, he blocks, he hits, he played with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. But then last season, mm-hmm. I just didn't really see much um, right. from him, right? And I, don't know if, and I don't know if that was just because of, you know, Nagy and, and the way that he was utilizing him. So I'm going to say with JP, I'm going to say no. He will be a low price tag, though, so uh, yeah. we're going to keep him. But you're right, we don't have to. <laughs> we can still go in a different direction if need be. Exactly, exactly. All right, what about James Vauders? You know, I like James Valders, man. Uh, yes, I think sir. Also adds our depth, too, man. You're right. We're going to lose some of that depth. We are. We really are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love for us to keep him on the edge. The edge guy, I would like for us to keep him, man. He played pretty well, gave us some valuable minutes. I like Valders. Like you said, he gets some good snaps out there. I would like to see an upgrade at the position, but if for some reason we lose maybe Mingo, I'm yeah. okay with Valders coming back. Uh, I, but I, I'm mostly looking at him probably as practice squad guy. But I, I would love to see us upgrade at that position. I think we really need to get after the quarterback a little bit more in 2021. I agree. But he played decent against Tampa Bay, though. I, I'll give him that. I think he had a sack that game, too. So he played decent that game. Yeah. All right. Josh Woods. I'm not a big fan of Josh Woods, though. I know we still need depth at the linebacker spot, right? I still yep. think that part. So Especially an inside linebacker. Right, right. Exactly. So I think because we don't have a lot of depth there, I think it's, it may be a safe thing to keep him there, keep him with the team. But again, I think he'd be probably one of those guys who uh, maybe uh, a low price tag for us. I think so, too. I think Josh Woods. I think, for me, 
I would like to see an upgrade at the position, whether that's via the draft or free agency. But if for some reason he does come back, I'm okay with him coming back as a practice squad guy. But I haven't been as impressed with him, especially with what we saw when he was basically brought back in there to, to play this season. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say with him, practice squad or, or bust for, for Josh Woods. All right. What are we thinking about Alex Bars? Alex Bars, man, I would like for us to um, keep Alex Bars. He did well. He showed us a lot. He played in multiple positions this year. And it's a guy we can move around, man, on the offensive line. I would like to see him with the squad. He may have a chance at starting, pretty much, uh, competing for a starting job. Well, when I look at Alex Bars, I say, you know what? Bring him back. But I would say bring him back as like a, a depth piece in the interior of the line. So I think for somebody like him, mm-hmm. I think it would be very important for him to continue to develop. There right. were some situations out there this season where I thought he was solid, but then there was also some times on tape where I saw some things with him that I said, ooh, you know, he might not be ready. But right. I'm okay with him coming back, though, as a depth piece uh, for this team. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like him as part of depth. So I would like to see him back on the squad. All right. What about Eddie Pinheiro? Look, with Santos doing his thing, we don't need him. <laughs> he, he was injured the whole year. I, I guess that's what they were saying, right? He was hurt. He never came back when we thought he was coming back. It never happened. I don't think we need him now. I mean, with Santos doing what he's doing and doing a great job at that role, why do we need him? Yeah, I would say the only reason that this guy comes back is if Ryan Pace messes up the deal with getting Santos resigned. That's the only That's the only way I see Pinheiro coming back. Other than that, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, man. We can move on from him. <laughs> yep. All right, what about Michael Joseph? Michael Joseph. I didn't see a lot from him, right? Because I think he was on the active roster back in what, played a couple games in 2019. I think a guy like him, I mean, he was on the practice squad 2018. I haven't seen the growth from him yet. Maybe he's somebody that could come and do some things for us next year. Maybe. But I haven't seen a lot of him, right? We haven't seen a lot of him on the, on the field. For me to be able to judge him, I would love to see him in some preseason games, see what he's at, see what he can show, see what he can improve upon, and to be able to really assess him. But I haven't seen a lot from him to, to, to say whether we should keep him or not. But I know he would be, um, could be a, a team-friendly deal by keeping him. Yeah, I would say for him, preseason, next season, it will be very important for him to get some film out there because you're right, right. He hasn't had a lot of opportunities. He's been a practice squad guy for us. But the way I look at it, he's a 25-year-old kid. He could be some cornerback depth in our pipeline because that's right. a position where we could use that. So, yep. yeah, if I'm a practice squad guy, I'm okay with it. Um, and like you said, we're just going to need to see a little bit more. Hopefully, we get a preseason where some of these younger guys can get some reps. Absolutely. All right. Our last pending free agent is Ryan Nall. Look, I'm not a Ryan Nall fan <laughs> at all at running back. I don't think we need him. I think we can get somebody else better. We're going to have Cohen back. Why do we need Ryan Nall? I don't, I don't mean, I'm not a big fan of him. So I know some people are fans of him. He's a fan favorite to some people. But for me, <coughs> big day. Right, right. Big day. Right. I don't think we need the brother. I don't think we need the guy. I'm sorry. I don't think we need Ryan Nall. No. Uh, when, when I look at, at Ryan Nall, I say, fuck no. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Get him off this team, bro. And why not see more of that Artavius Pierce? I like what he brings to the table. You make a good point. I like that, too. We can see more Pierce than him. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Before we get out of here, A-Dub, I know in the last episode, you know, I had talked about briefly some ideas of how we could clear up some cap space. So I talked about Graham. I talked about the move with Buster Screen. And I, and I said, yeah. you know, these, these are all moves that will 
definitely help us clear up some cap space. I even briefly talked about restructuring Cody Whitehair's deal. Correct. There's another couple moves that we can make, and we'll talk about these as we get further in the offseason, but we have an ability that we could probably extend Kyle Fuller and Hakeem Hicks' deals because they have big cap hicks. Kyle Fuller has a $20 million cap hit. Hakeem Hicks has a $12 million cap hit. So we have situations there with these guys that we can free up some money because we definitely are the place now where we have to do that because we had our, our backs are against the wall with the salary cap. So right. those are some things that we'll break down in some of our future episodes. But for our audience, we wanted to just kind of give you guys just some quick ideas around just some guys that immediately we could kind of hit on and, uh, and maybe free up some cap space. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's something we got to think about for sure, like you said. Yep. Well, man, this episode's been fun. Me and A-Dub, you know, we wanted to to touch on some of these free agents with you guys. We wanted to touch on the Sam Decide news. One thing that we want to, you know, hear from the listeners, we want you guys to provide your thoughts on which Bear free agent that you absolutely want to come back in 2021. So when we get this episode out tomorrow, definitely send us your thoughts on which Bears free agent is an absolute must for you to return. We'd love to kind of hear that feedback from you guys. Yes, sir. Also, with the Super Bowl coming up, A-Dub, what we wanted to do is we wanted to do something fun for our listeners and fans on Twitter. So we're going to do Super Bowl squares on here on DBE. And so basically, it's going to be first come, first serve. So anybody that's interested and wants to participate in our squares, it's going to be 100 chances to win some prizes that will be given away each quarter of the game based on the score. So if anybody wants to participate, DM us for details. We'll get you entered. So, you know, we always try to keep fun vibes here on this podcast. We like to engage with our fans. So this is just another example. So while you guys are watching the Super Bowl, you guys can win some fun prizes from the DBE team. Absolutely. Come and join us. Well, A-Dub, man, this is a good episode, man. I hope that they do everything that they can in these next weeks to to bring Deshaun Watson in here. I hope we re-sign A-Rob. There's a lot of things that I hope that we see Ryan Pace do in this offseason, and I just hope that he doesn't disappoint us as he has so often in his tenure. I hope he doesn't disappoint us either, brother. Well, man, good-ass episode, brother. Good to hear from you, man. And with that being said, we are out. Yes, sir. A-Dub, going to sign us off, bruh. Thanks for listening to the Bay Essentials Podcast. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for your continued support of this podcast. Bear Nation, come down with us. Peace.